When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Omar Ahmed for IFL TV. We're in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. Tyson Fury opens up Riyadh season uh, this Saturday night. It's actually arrived now, the big occasion that you're talking about. It has, and it's the funny thing, Umar, when you get here, you really understand how big this event is going to be now, don't you? I mean, when you look at the venue and you look at what the Riyadh season is and what a, what a massive cultural event that, that that is, which is over the next, what, until March, till March 2nd, it's huge. And uh, it's for, I think for Tyson to be opening up says a lot about his, his profile around the world, for him to be the guy to saying, this is what it's all about. Here we are in Riyadh for the festival. I believe it's your first time here in Saudi Arabia. How are you finding first it? First time. Yeah, it's nice. I mean, we've been well looked after and uh, it's very hot, obviously. But um, yeah, I, I like it and the people are lovely. They've been really, really welcoming to us and, and uh, I couldn't do enough. So we're, it's a pleasure to be here. Let's talk about how this actually came uh, about, Frank. Obviously, you've seen Spencer is in the hotel here. Obviously, Team Fury all here at the moment. Um, His Excellency, Turkey Al Sheikh, the doctor, uh, yourself, your son, George. Um, how quickly was this structured? Um, it, it, I mean, it wasn't done like massively fast, but it was. It, but everybody was like-minded, and you know, people. We just let people who had the relationships get on with it and do it, and that. And it just. And it's been done, and it's uh, for the benefit of of what the bigger picture is, and hopefully Tyson comes through this because the bigger picture was for him to get. In, in my opinion, was to get the big, well, you know, to get the uh, unification fights and and the huge fights get going over here and getting our foot on, foot under the table, which we've done. But it's, um, yeah, I think it's been brilliant the way it's been all put together. And when you look at it, look at the the, the marketing of this event is something special. There's no doubt about it. Do you believe um, Saudi Arabia as a whole, especially with Riyadh season, the way they're pushing boxing? can become the new Las Vegas for the sport? I think, it, you know, when, when boxing started, well, when Las Vegas was being built, everybody said, they're crazy, building what in the middle of the desert? And they did. That was, that was the reaction back then when it was first there. What, people are going to come, go there, fly there? Well, how would they do that? There's no, hardly any direct flights. Um, but, it is, but it happened. This is, this is you know, this is a, a massive event now. This, is, this, this event's really big. And, it's, uh, and they've had events here in the past, obviously, but this Riyadh season is something special. And you're going to see some, you know, it go from strength to strength. And I believe what's so good about it, as far, certainly as far as the UK is concerned and the rest of Europe, is that you're not going to sit up until sort of four, five, six o'clock in the morning waiting for the fight to come on. You get it 
more or less prime time, 10 or 11 o'clock at night, which is brilliant. You've just been uh, in a room with Tyson. He's doing a few interviews. You're in the room. Um, how is he? What's he talking about? I saw some comments this week from him saying that he wants 10 more fights. Yeah, it's what he's, it's the same thing he just said in the room. And uh, he's got, you know, he's got this one. He's got another one after that. If he comes, if it comes through, in uh, all, all correctly in December, hopefully in December, um, we can look at it after that. But he wants to fight, and he says he says it for very valid reasons. I mean, he's only, he's not had a fight this year. This will be his first fight in eleven months. Um, on the twenty, you know, the end of the, the, the week. Um, and he, he, you know, he believes he needs those fights, and he says he fights better when he's had, you know, when he's active. And I think that was proved in the case leading up to the second Wilder fight. You look at the, 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 the you know, the few fights he had. I think he had, you know, with, with it Wallin and uh, Schwartz. Schwartz, and he was sharp when he got in there with that second fight. I mean, he absolutely didn't lay a glove on him, Deontay Wilder. He did a job on him, and then he had a big break again because of COVID and whatever. He was out for a while. When Tyson makes statements like that, we've heard him talk about retirement before and he has retired briefly and then come back, etc. Now, we've heard him in the past saying, you know, I want 10, 15 more fights. Boxing's in a bad place without me. Do you, do you sincerely believe he'll have another 10 fights? Maybe more than that? I don't know. I, I think, if he, I think if, as long as he wants to keep fighting, as long as he's, you know, mentally it's good for him and, and also he has to be there physically... He'd do it, and, and when he's not ready to fight, he no boxers know before anybody else when it's ready to retire. They're the last to admit it. That's what happens. But certainly, if he's not, if he's not up to it, the people around him, his family, certainly me, we would we would advise him. But at the moment, there's no there's nobody who can touch the best the best heavyweight on the planet. Nobody. Do you think perhaps as well the fact that you're talking about the promotion, the marketing that's gone into this fight? Um, he's obviously got a relationship now with Saudi Arabia. We know he's been in mega fights before, but what's happening here is on a different scale globally in terms of the, the finance, the promotion going into it. Do you think it's maybe given him a, a new lease of life? I think uh, it's just changed it because if it wasn't happening here, it would have been happening somewhere else. But the fact is that they, that, 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 that His Excellency and the doctor have got it... Have, have, a big believers in boxing, massive believers in boxing. It has changed the dynamic of the sport. There's no doubt, no doubt about that. As it's done with other sports, it's done it with golf. It's, it's done it to a certain extent with with with, with uh, football. They've just announced a tennis tournament as a UFC tournament here next year. I mean, they, 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 this is going to be one of the biggest destinations for big events, big sporting events, big entertainment shows etc this is going to be the place this will be i don't like comparing it with vegas you say vegas got all the glitz and so forth but you know it's it's the city that they built that's being built now once that once that opens it's you know once that is finished and completed it's going to be something something else it'd be a major destination for people to come to all over the world and from the conversations you've had with the doctor and his excellency Obviously, as you just mentioned, there's numerous events um, outside of sport going on here. Loads of sports are, are being bought here. You believe they'll be committed to boxing, Frank? They are committed to boxing. There's no doubt about that. No doubt about that. No doubt about it. You know, um, 
His Excellency Turkey, I mean, he loves, loves boxing. I mean, he's no doubt about that. He's, he's committed to it. Um, he's a great, he's a, it's great that he's a boxing fan because, if you, you know, you're not just doing an event just to sake of doing an event. You're doing an event because you believe in it. And that is, that's what's so, so phenomenal about this. It's not like, oh, right, we ticked a box, we've got boxing. They've, they've ticked the box with boxing and promoted it like you cannot believe, like nothing I've ever seen in my lifetime in boxing. I think for many years it's, it's safe to say that Canelo Alvarez was the, the face of the sport, the biggest star in the sport. I saw some comments from you last week saying Tyson Fury now is a bigger star than Canelo Alvarez. Why? Because it, it, I, I believe he's, he taps into to more markets. You know, the American market's a huge market and and obviously Mexico and so forth, and various countries. I'm not knocking him, by the way. You know, he's, a, he's, he's a phenomenal star. And, you know, we used to do nearly all of his fights were done on Box yeah. Nation. Um, he was, uh, you know, I, I just think Tyson's just transcended everything, especially lately over the last year or so. Though he's been active, he's had the uh, big show on Netflix, he's had books out and so forth. Everything he does, it's like the, he's got like a... It's like Midas touch. Everything he touches is turning into gold and he's just building and building his profile. And people want to see him. And, it, and as has been proven. You know, that promo, that promo they've done, I know we mentioned it last time we did the interview, the, uh, the one where all the rooms were shaking as they were hitting the walls and that. You know, two days, 152 million hits. That's a fact. In terms of the, the fight itself, I've been back and forth with you uh, on camera about the main event this Saturday. We know why you're doing it, we know why Tyson is doing it, um, and we know what's ahead as well um, in Saudi Arabia with Tyson. But can you sit here and honestly say this is going to be competitive this Saturday with him and Garner? We will see. You know, look, he's a competitive guy. He comes from a competitive discipline. You know, that's, that's what he does in UFC, as I've said to you. Why I think it would be competitive whilst he's last is because he's not going to be out of outboxing. He's going to have to come at him. He's going to have to try and he's going to have to put him out his stride. If I was advising him how to try and beat him, I would say to him, you've got to go out there and you've got to get close to him. You've got to put it on him and you've got to let your shots go. Don't let him settle himself. Just keep jumping on him. You've got to rough him up. You've got to do everything you can to put him out of his stride. And if he does that, it will be competitive whilst it lasts. Mm. There was speculation when this was announced, oh, will, will Tyson hold Francis Ngannou up, drag it out a he bit? He won't hold no one up. No, that's an impossibility. It, that's, that's not in his DNA. That will not happen. I was going to say, especially now with what's ahead with Alexander Usyk, Why would the he risk do of that? a cut, injury, etc. He don't want to do that. He want, you know, he want to be in there and get, get rid of him as quickly as he can. That's what he do. And Ngannou, by the way, will be wanting to do the same thing. Okay. Uh, let's talk about what lies ahead then. So Spencer Brown did an interview uh, this week here in Riyadh and uh, I saw him say uh, 23rd of December is, is what's being talked about, Fury and Usyk. Frank, can you say anything on that? We can announce what's going to happen after the fight. So a date will be announced this Saturday? I would, I, I, you know, if it's going to be quickly done then it'll have to be announced but we'll see let's get it out of the way let's get this one out of the way everyone wants to see it and you know hopefully it goes the way we we um we want it to go then we we can uh, we can get on with it but no one's i would not take this one for granted tyson fury has everything to lose 
Nagano has nothing to lose. Not a thing to lose. He doesn't have anything to lose. Everything to gain. Just to go back to Alexander Usyk, because that is the biggest fight in world boxing. So people will want me to talk to yeah. you about that. Uh, Spencer also stated that you guys got in a room. So when he says you guys, His Excellency Turkey El Sheikh, the doctor, yourself, uh, your son George, Alexander Usyk was in the room. Uh, Igis Klimas, I believe, was in the room as well. Uh, just talk to me about that deal and you guys were in a room for about four or five hours. Tyson was on the phone and, and you got things done. He's told you how it was done and, you know, it's signed. That's all we need to know at the moment. It's signed. All what you talk, what you're asking about and so forth. Everybody wanted to fight. Tyson's always wanted to fight. We tried to make the fight on numerous occasions. Um, it's his excellency who was the catalyst to make it happen. And no, and and from Usyk's point of view, his contract expired with previous promoters and we were able to get it on. So it made yeah, it happen. Obviously, what happened in the last year and a half was so complicated and, and got so messy, really, in the public. And then for it you got, got messy because there was a lot of misinformation being put out there, which I've said from the beginning, and it's become boring. You know, I keep saying the same thing and talking about it. But there was a lot of misinformation. The only side that told the truth was us, and we told the truth all the way through. That we wanted the fight, we tried to make the fight on numerous occasions, we accepted the fight last year. It didn't come off for whatever reasons, and that's how, and, and, and that's how it's turned out. But you know what? Providing there's no hiccups, we could hopefully get it on by the end of the year. But it's signed. It will, that fight will happen. But then to get in a room for four or five hours and get the deal done, that's a credit to everyone involved. Well, everybody wants to see this fight happen. It's going to happen. Okay. Can you say anything about uh, the rematch clause, two-way rematch clause no, reported? No, I won't get into that at the moment. I mean, we're talking now. We've got a fight on Saturday. <laughs> then one, there's three fights down the road. I don't want to go there with that. Keep our fingers crossed on Saturday from our perspective that we get it to where we want it to be and everybody's going to be happy. Is Alexander Usyk going to be in Riyadh? I would think he'd show up here. I would think so. There's going to be a lot of fighters coming here. You know, there's, there's, going, to be, there's going to be a nearly 60-odd world champions here. Former heavyweight world champions, a lot of them are turning up. Of, a lot of fighters. Yeah, not, not 60 heavyweight champions, <laughs> but, but a lot of, you know, all the big names all, will all be here. Okay. Right, let's talk about the undercard. I think uh, the one that's really grabbed the, the purest attention uh, back home is, of course, the British title clash between Fabio Wardley and, and David. Commonwealth. <laughs> you keep reminding me of that. Yeah, British and Commonwealth titles um, between Fabio Wardley and David Adelaide. Fantastic to get the British title on the line here in Saudi Arabia, Frank. Yeah, it is. I mean, you know, we worked hard to do it and uh, the, the fight was ordered by the British Boxing Board of Control for the title. And it'd be silly for it not to go ahead. Well, it wouldn't have made any sense for not for it to go ahead unless the title's on the line. And it is going ahead, and it's good for both the fighters because they're going to earn a phenomenal amount of money from the fight. Much more than they've got if the same title was on the line in the UK. And boxing's the toughest sport of, ever, of any, any sport. And when you're getting punched in the face, it, they don't know whether you're in Saudi or you're in a ring in, in Britain, so it's best you get really well paid for what you're doing. And that is happening here. That's why it's on here. And for Fabio and David, who are still learning on the job, um, relatively you yeah. know, young heavyweights, to sort of go from the stage they were at to this platform here on a, on a box office car, chief support to Tyson Fury, on, in your words, the biggest event you've ever been involved in. Uh, it's great for, for the pair of them as well. Look, they, they got a, 
they've got a platform to show their skills. I mean, this is a major platform. Fighters you've seen from all the advertising all around the world, it's going to be seen everywhere. So they are the, you say, they're the semi-final on the show and they will get a massive, massive audience. And whoever comes through it, if it's in a real good fight, which I will, but I do believe it, it'll actually jump them up a few steps up, right up the ladder as far as their, their um, profile's concerned and their earning capacity. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We're still a little bit unsure about how really good David and Fabio are. We'll find out. We'll find out on Saturday. What are you expecting from that fight? I think it's going to be. Um, I think it's going to be a tough fight for both of them. They're you know they're both um, well they're both undefeated. Um, there's question marks over both of them because you know because they're coming up they're both coming up a level. Certainly you know we're involved and have been involved with David from the beginning. He's done everything that's been asked of him. This is a jump up for him. He's coming up another level. This is a big test for him. We'll see what he's made of. And as for Fabio, it's the same thing because he's got a young guy in there like him who knows what's at stake here and knows what's in the future. And nobody wants, he won't be wanting to let his title go. So everything's on the line for the both of them. I mean, it's not the end of the world for the loser, but the winner is going to really go places. Again, depending on, on how the fight goes, if it's yeah. a really good fight or it's a little bit controversial, could see a rematch now? Yeah, well, that happens in boxing, doesn't it? The, it whatever, whatever's called for to make, um, to, to, to make the world go round. And obviously, the, if there's a great fight there, people would obviously want to see it again. So glad to say, I mean, I don't think anything would happen in Saudi Arabia anyways, but David and Fabio aren't staying at the same hotel. No, no, well, that'd be stupid to do that. I mean, we don't, we're, not, we're, not, we're not that ridiculous. Um, no, it's... Um, they're in separate hotels, and that's the way it should be. In terms of uh, Fabio Wardley, obviously it's his first fight with Queensbury and yourselves. Um, we know the relationship with Dillian White's guys when Fury White was happening before that wasn't the best. Well, it wasn't all good to start with. And now you're working with Dillian White's guys. Well, no, but Dillian, I think, I, I, once, once all the nonsense, what they were told was going to happen and all the crap that, that, that people were trying to poison them didn't happen, they were quite pleased that they uh, they were on the cup. They should be pleased. They earned a lot of money, and uh, it was uh, it was you know everything we've done everything what we said we'd do for them and uh, maintain and maintained a good relationship with them. And uh, obviously Fabio, they've come over for this fight, and they've come and we're delighted they have come over because uh, he's a good fighter, and uh, he's in with our man as we as, you know, as we've been talking about. But look. We, you know, the world goes round, as I keep saying. One minute's like up here, next, that, you know, then you're down. We are consistent in keep coming through and keep delivering. It's what we've done, what I've done, what our team's done, my sons now, and Queensbury, what we've done for many, many years now. And that's why these guys are coming up. Same with Zang. You know, we gave him the opportunity, he couldn't get it elsewhere. We gave him the opportunity. He came over and grabbed that opportunity. And 
I suppose, unfortunately, because Joe was that, Joe was that guy. But that's that's boxing. That shows you what it's all you know what it's all about. It's the fights that matter. He came over and he done a he, he, he done a job, and he, he's on our roster now, mm. along with Joe. We'll talk about uh, Gilles and Joe in a second. I just want to finish off the rest of the card because uh, there's a lot of heavyweight fights on there. Um, Moses Atalma, another one of your guys. Uh, what an opportunity for him this Saturday. Oh, it's a fabulous opportunity. Look, he's 18 years of age. He's got a long, he's a long way. You think he's, he's half the age, ne just nearly half the age of Tyson. So he's a young guy. Tyson at 35, so he's just under half. And he's a, he's a young guy who I really do believe in. And I thought his last performance, what I liked about his last performance was the, the, the hand speed. How fast he was, and you know he's, he's exciting. He's a very exciting young guy, and I think he's going. I genuinely think he's going to go places. And this, as you just said, is a great opportunity for him to show the world what he's all about. Cause it's a cards full of heavyweights. Well, I was sat with him uh, at Heathrow Airport, and then you came along, and yeah. I, I saw you having a, a quick conversation with him about this Saturday. What were you saying to him? I just told him. I said to him, you know, just keep doing what you're doing. You know, you, you, you know, don't. Go and impose yourself on, on these guys. That's what you've got to do, because you have the hand speed, you have the class, you have the, the, the power to do it. Impose yourself. And that's what he did in his last fight. Get rid of them. Don't let them you know, wait for them to come on to you. Get rid of them. At this, at this level, go in there and set about them. In, in, a, in a, you know, obviously in a, in a controlled manner, but go and show them what you're about. You get rid of fighters by letting your bums go. You know, nice, you know, a real um, get, get your head focused. You know, when you're in there at this this level, it's got to be a display. You've got to show the world what you're all about. And he's in with a guy who's got a good record, so it's going to be a step, another step up for him. And then uh, two more still heavyweight fights on the card. We've got a, a really intriguing clash between Martin Bacoli and Carlos Takam. Yeah. Also, Joseph Parker's on the card. How did these fights land on the card, Frank? Uh, they were done. They just put together to make you know to make it an interesting card by all the various partners that are involved with it. But they're great fights. Again, you know, for boxing, it doesn't get any better. This does it. How many heavyweight fights on there? And they're all and the, and it's going to be bombs away on all of them. And the only non-heavyweight fight uh, that's on there, I'm going to have to mention it because obviously um, your your brother and uh, your your nephews represent him in a managerial yeah. uh, role in Jack McGann. Yeah. Uh, great for him to get on this card. He's fighting uh, Roberto Duran's boy. Yeah, he's had a right result. So that's going to be good and it's going to be interesting. Like for Robert and, the, and my nephews, yeah, I'm pleased for him. It's going to be a, going to be a great, great uh, opportunity for their guy. And... Uh, Duran's son, I mean, what about that? That's something, isn't it, eh? I believe he's coming as well, Roberto Duran. Oh, well, there you go. Well, I'm sure he is. We've got, we've yeah. got all these champions coming here. Yeah. One of the great, great fighters of all time. Great fighters. One of your favourite fighters? Oh, yeah. yeah. He was such a good fighter. I mean, unbelievably great fighter. Very hard to hit. So, people think he was just a roughhouse. He wasn't. He, was a, he, was a, he had a great boxing ring. And fabulous to watch. Fabulous fighter. Just to round off on this Saturday, if you had to make an estimation, Frank, on TNT Sports box office, how many buyers does this do? Loads. <laughs> That's not a number. Loads and loads. I don't, I'll, I'll, let you, I'll let you know when, if, they, if they want to let us know afterwards. Look, it'll do, it'll do, it'll do extremely well. You know, the thing is, nowadays, most of it's put out as a load of it's bullshit anyway. No one puts the real numbers out. They never do. What, they used to put the real numbers out? Yeah. Or? Do you include, in, yeah. include yourself in that? Or? Uh, 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 
you ask me, when do I ever put any numbers out? No, you don't actually declare numbers, no. I don't, I don't put anything out. If it does well, it does well. If it don't do well, face never changes. And I know this is TNT's decision, but I think the price point is £21.95. Thoughts on that price point? Yes, look, look, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm really sort of quite full fright about as far as pricing is concerned. You either want to buy it or you don't want to buy it. That's the price. And that's it. People will buy it or they won't. You know, these guys are fighting for big money. They want big money. And, uh, and, and this is a big, costly event to put together. That's what the price is set, set by, by the TV company. And that's what it is. Okay. How much was the Misfits last week? Um, to be honest, I didn't buy it. Right. Well, you bought it, though. Yeah, but I didn't. I don't know what I paid for it. I just pressed the button. I didn't know what I paid for could have been about 80 quid. Yeah, it probably was. Uh, Frank, away I from this... I want my 80 quid back. <laughs> away from this, how is Joe Joyce? Joe's OK. I, uh, uh, we met up with him and Adam Morley's manager a couple of um, weeks ago and uh, sat down and he wants to continue and we're behind him. Like, like, like we were behind any of our fighters who get beat. We get behind them. That's what we do. I think Joe's still got a lot to to live. Uh, sorry, to give <laughs> and live. I hope he's got a lot to give, and um, there's some good fights for him to be made. You know, unfortunately with Zhang, he was he was just a guy that he 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 just couldn't get the you know he he was a guy who was never meant meant to beat. That's a fact of life. So you think he'll carry on from the conversations you've had? Oh, he's going to carry on. Yeah, he wants to carry on. Right. There's some good fights there for him. Okay. Some good heavyweight. What, what level I mean, do you bring him back at, though, Frank? Well, you bring him back. He's got to fight someone in the top 15. That's what he'll do. He's still world ranked in the world, in the uh, in the top ten rankings in various organisations. So he's, if he wants to get back in the swing, he's got to fight some guys. You know, all these guys on the card. There's some good fighters there. That for, there's some good fights to be made with him and them. Same as Dubois, Daniel Dubois. It's the same thing. And maybe them two getting a win apiece and them fighting each other. Well, I know there's a situation with the. WBA at the moment, uh, Char and Miller were supposed to fight. That's not happening. No. You've appealed the appeal. How does that even work, Frank, for, for Daniel? Well, we just said to him, we don't agree with your findings because you've not, you, you haven't, what we, what we, what our appeal was based on was the referee not giving the proper instructions and also the fact that they're not, we didn't consider it to be a low blow and more importantly, it gave him an extraordinary amount of time to get over the so-called low blow. Even when he wanted to continue to fight, he said, no, take some more time. That is not what a referee should be doing. That is wrong in, on any level. And they didn't consider that. So, didn't so in that it. month and a half that they and had, they what did they that. consider? No, all they've done, they looked, they said they just go going with the referee's decisions. But that's all they wrote here. That's basically what it is, and it's wrong. Referee was incompetent. The more and more I look at it, the more he's incompetent. But you know what? It's done. I'm not going to bang on about the fight because you can't change it. Or you can't change what happened on the night. All we can try and do is that they play the game and they they give him something out of it. Reinstate him at number one? Well, he should be, yeah. Or he can, let, him fight, let him fight one of these guys. I haven't got a problem with that. But it's wrong what's gone down. I mean, he should... You know, we got this fight on, but really, he should be the guy holding the belts. He hurt him, and, he, and it should have been stopped. Okay, last heavyweight to discuss. Uh, when are you going to take Zhilai Zhang to China? 
do a fight? Don't there? know. We're going to see. We're going to see. I mean, he wants to get out, and we're going to see what's happening. There's a lot of things happening here, so we've got to look at it all and decide how we're going to play it. Okay. But you believe he'll be out soon, Frank? Do you know, yeah. Shane? Yeah, he wants to be out, so we'll have him out in the next few months. I've seen Joshua been mentioned linked with him. He's been linked with everybody at the moment. What did you make of him going into? Um, he's in a in a dark room, I believe. In a what room? In a dark room for four nights. Just What's that? What do you mean? Well, he's. I'm not sure what you call it. I think it's called a retreat. He's gone into a room, locked himself away for four days with pure darkness. No, just on I, himself. I, I if it makes him feel good, then good luck to him. Good luck to him. I mean, you know, um, he's. You know, I mean, he's he's on the outside looking in there, isn't he? And he needs to get back in there, and uh, and it's whether his team can deliver that for him. But, that, but if that makes him feel, if that that gets some gets good out of him mentally, more importantly, gives him mental peace of mind. Good luck to him. What about Deontay Wilder for Zhang? Maybe good fight, another good fight. Well, that's a cracker, that one. Yeah. Right, just to, to, to round off, um, unfortunately on the weekend we didn't get uh, Boatsy and Aziz, which was a shame because I know yeah. you really wanted to push Anthony Yard into that fight, the winner of that. I believe that's going to be rescheduled. Does that mean you've got to get Anthony out again? Anthony will fight. He will fight before Christmas. But then next year you still want the winner of Boatsy Aziz in with yep, Anthony? Yep, that's what's wanted. I saw a picture of uh, Anthony... Ben Shalom and Joshua Boatsy on the weekend, did you see it? Yeah, he went to see the fight, I think, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Good, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I'm sure from your perspective, if that fight happens between Boatsy and Aziz, you want Boatsy selfishly to come through that? Oh, I've said that before. I'm not, not nothing against Dan as Dan yeah. you know, I don't know him. But yeah, of course I'd like to see him come through because that's the fight I think um, everybody's got on their, you know, got on their mind. But if it goes the other way, then fight Aziz. The, a lot of discussion uh, on TalkSport and other platforms about that. Um, Dan Aziz obviously came out and said he had a back injury. Um, there were other people in boxing who said that the show sold so poorly at the O2 that that's the reason why they didn't go ahead with it. Did you see all that, that speculation? They've got a back injury. Um, I, I know no one needs to tell me about back <laughs> injuries. <laughs> More operations on my back than you can count. Um, if he's got a back injury, I sympathise with him and he can't fight with back. I don't, I don't even know what the ticket sales were like there. Only they do. Frank, um, just to round off, close this off, uh, I'm sure I'll speak to you again here in Riyadh uh, this week, but yeah, what are you expecting uh, from this week in terms of the event, the promotion, um, for people uh, who are back home tuning in across your socials? Well, we've got the opening ceremony tomorrow and obviously we've got the prep, we've got you know, obviously a few days of this, the various interviews, then we've got the head-to-head on Thursday, the weigh-in will be on Friday and I think by then we're going to be in a position where everybody, but everybody, We'll be waiting for this event to happen. You know, there's something for everybody on the card. There's something for everybody on this show, and it will transcend boxing. It's two different disciplines, and at the end of the day, as I say, it, it will be it will be massive. Keep using that word because it's a massive, massive event. I think you've told us that a few times, Frank. Well, I was right, wasn't I? <laughs> was I? Yeah. yeah. Didn't think so at the beginning, did you? I didn't realise uh, no. the scale of this, to be fair. I didn't. Social Podcast Network.